Hello, and welcome to the Yukon Entrepreneur Podcast Series, a series all about how Yukon entrepreneurs are adapting their business models during the COVID-19 pandemic. My name is Carrie, your host, and I'm recording today on the traditional territory of Champaign and Asiac First Nations. And I'm joined today with Mark. Mark, please introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Mark Wakes. I own and operate a urine fan closer store here in Whitehorse. Um, that's pretty much it. Long time Yukoner. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. And how long have you been operating the grocery store? I've been uh, running it for about, um, well, this this particular store, the Order Pennant Grocer, for seven years now, uh, just over seven years. And I had the uh, Extra Foods franchise prior to that for 10 years in the Fantastic. same location. So, yeah. Great. And well, and thank you for coming back. You were one of our participants in season one. So welcome back. Yeah. Lots of time has passed. Yeah. I know, right? It's, it, time feels like fast and slow all at the same time in this day and mm. age. Uh, Mark, what's your first memory of the pandemic? When did you realize that this was going to be a thing? Yeah, it, it's interesting that uh, we definitely saw it happening outside uh, in different parts of the world and other parts of Canada before we we noticed it here. Um, you know, I, I I didn't know that it was really going to be a pandemic, but I did see the, the the hoarding, the grocery stores going empty in town was probably the first indicator, although we didn't have any cases in town or anything like that. We definitely saw a reaction from the community to what was happening in different parts of Canada and definitely other parts of the world. So early, early on, I mean, it happened in January. I think we first found out stuff was happening overseas and, you know, other parts of Canada probably saw it uh, quite a few weeks before us, maybe three. Uh, and then, you know, it crept into our own, uh, <laughs> into our own territory, which was a little surprising, um, but boy, oh boy, it did happen and it never stepped back from that. Gosh, it really does seem like a distant memory now, the toilet paper craze and all of the hoarding. I've kind of forgotten about that, but that was mm-hmm. probably a bit, that was a big deal for you. Yes. Um, Mark, what have you learned about your business model over the last two years? Well, uh, it works, <laughs> you know, so we've remained open. We've been selling groceries the whole time. Uh, we did not close down with the exception of Easter Sunday uh, in 2020, which was kind of nice to be closed for a day. But that was just out of uh, giving the, the staff an opportunity to spend time with their families. That was early on in the pandemic. But since then, um, yeah, you know, we've we've sustained all kinds of different uh, challenges, Um and come out, uh, you know, uh, still selling groceries. So it's been, uh, you know, I, the, the, the business works. The business works. And what are you learning about your customer? Uh, they're very uh, understanding, which is good. They're appreciative, which is also really good. It's nice to hear some positive feedback when we, when we don't feel the best about what we're doing to serve the community for, for many different reasons. There, you know, we may not uh, provide the same service level pre-pandemic uh, in some areas, uh, but yet um, the customers are, are still appreciative that we've stayed open, that we've continued to do our very best to get groceries on the shelves, even though, you know, their first choice might not be there. We have something there for them. And, um, yeah, I, you know, uh, they're very understanding. We've always had challenges in the North for different, you know, for different reasons with, uh, with supply chain, uh, just being so remote, but, uh, you know, this has been nothing like we've ever seen before. So, you know, we've been, we've had some empty shelves for almost a couple of years now, you know, on and off or, or some of it's very consistent in some categories. So yeah, the customers aren't beating us up though. They, they definitely thank us. So that's nice. Well, that is nice to hear. What are you learning about leadership? Um, yeah, leadership is very interesting. I mean, we, 
you definitely are challenged. So you have to be very um, uh, calm. You know, you, you, people that uh, get get excited about uh, things that are out of their control, for example, uh, won't survive. So, you know, if, you, if you're very stable and you, you, you're um, methodical about uh, your approach, you only deal with what you can control instead of what you can't control, um, then you're in a good spot. And, and I, you know, I, I, I said it when we talked a couple of years ago, when we were really challenged. We, we don't feel the same as we did when we, we'd spoken almost two years ago. Now, we've, you know, we're very stable. My team is the same, but uh, my goodness, you know, they're, they're resilient. They're strong people and uh, good leaders, all, all my team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, here we are in this new normal. We've kind of just had to adapt to this, yeah. you know, like we've just normalized this instability. What, yeah. what innovation or adaptation are you most proud of that you or your team has sort of brought forward during the pandemic? Um, I think that we've, you know... We've modified the business only in the ways that, you know, uh, we try and still serve the customer first. So um, we, we're always pushing staff to the front of the store to help customers at the checkout. We're, always, we're still going to the back room to check for inventory, even though <laughs> it's quite possible it's not there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just proud that we, you know, as a team, we collectively came together and we served our customers from what we hear from them is that we serve them, you know, to their satisfaction, which, uh, you know, it's it's been so hard. And and like I was saying uh, just a couple of minutes ago, that it, when the store is empty or partly empty and you're not, your conditions aren't as good as they could be, it, it's difficult for us to come into work every day and, and look at that and not have a resolve. You know, it's not going to be better at the end of the day either, but to be able to serve the customer and get the feedback from them that we've done a good job, that, that you know, there's nothing better than that. I, I can only imagine, Mark, you know, my memories of you are thinking about you when I walk into your stores, you're often just there like adjusting things just so, right? Like it's, it's always perfectly lined up and to see those empty shelves, to not have that inventory in place, like that, that must be hard to walk into a store and, and just not see the things the way they should be perfectly laid out. Yeah, yeah. But it, you know, if you do it with the items that are there, then you feel better, you know, yeah, like, again, you can only control with, you know, what you can control. So we control what's in the store, not what's out of the store. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting. I was just doing an interview with Tarek and, and one of the uh, comments just recently about, you know, cause we've received a lot of disruption just because of climate change and the, the weather events down South. And um, yes. there was uh, produce in the store, in your store. And the only produce in the store was what was being produced locally on the, like in the produce shelves and how excited yeah. Yukoners were to see that produce on the shelves. You, you've you've always been a supporter of local business. Has that changed, or like local agriculture, or grown in the last couple of years? Yeah, it, you know, there's still new vendors coming in the store. I've got a new one coming in today, first delivery. Uh, you know, Ybar, Yukon born and raised um, a couple of their products. So that's that's exciting. I mean, it hasn't slowed down. I, I, the, uh, there's been times, like you say, that it might be the only produce on the shelf, or it might be the only eggs in the in the dairy. So really, really exciting. Um, yeah, it's exciting for, for the community. It's exciting for the producers, the farmers. You know, it's, it's really pretty awesome because um, they've been consistent throughout. You know, if the supply chain has been disrupted down south for whatever reasons, labor, but, you know, who knows what, <laughs> what reasons there, we don't have products on the shelf is multiple, but our, our local vendors have been very consistent for us. So it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
You know, we've had a lot of these public health measures that we've all had to adapt to. Which has been the hardest one for you to implement and adapt at the store? Well, it goes right back to the beginning. I think it was when there were so many unknowns. Uh, you know, we, we came down with social distancing before we came into mandatory masks. So we were lining people up outside, but we didn't have to wear masks yet. Uh, and, we, you know, we were, there was different different things. Then masks come in and then customers are not, um, uh, not happy wearing masks. Not everybody, even today, is still happy to wear a mask. And, and I get it, uh, understand it. But those kinds of things that, you know, again, what we control is I control what happens in the store with my staff. It's very difficult to control <laughs> the general public <laughs> and what happens with them when they come into the store. So that's been most challenging because my, you know, ultimately the goal was to make sure that my staff felt safe so that they would continue to come to work and serve the community and sell groceries. And that, you know, and I feel like we, we did accomplish that, but again, because of the, the nature of the public, it, that was probably the most difficult thing to control is the public. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Have you accessed any of the pandemic-related supports over the past couple of years to support your employees or your business? I, I have, and it's been wonderful um, to have those supports out there. Um, even today, we still have people that are, are not in the business because of needing to isolate or they've tested positive. And, and uh, there is support from outside of the store um, so that it's not on me or not on the employee um, to burden that loss of, of wages. So, yeah, I certainly have. Mm -hmm. So that would be the Yukon, uh, the sick leave benefit? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cool. There was Thank also you. a wage top up, uh, wage top oh, yeah. up earlier on too, which we did take advantage of as well, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, it was amazing. It was, you know, there, it, was, it was really good. It was good for the staff. They felt, you know, appreciated, uh, not just, you know, they feel appreciated here already, I hope, but they felt appreciated that like we're an important business. We, you know, we're an essential service and we're running through this still coming to work uh, at what risk we don't really know yet, you know? And so that, that time it did because all the measures weren't, we weren't settled in yet. So that kind of relief was, was really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mark, going forward, how are you thinking about your business differently? Where are you seeing opportunity? Well, the, the biggest opportunity is put some groceries on the shelf. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, I, the business model, I, I really like the way that we run. I, I love the local. I want more local coming in um, the way that it always has. Uh, you know, I, I want to provide that customer service. We've evolved into a bit more of an online shop, um, which we've struggled with, to be honest. I mean, it doesn't feel good when we're not, uh, when the customer feedback is, you know, I'm not satisfied with my order today. You didn't, you know, you weren't doing the very best job. So we're going to put a lot of focus on that team uh, to try and make sure because, it, you know, pandemic or no pandemic, that's still going to grow. That online business is going to grow. So uh, really go after that. Um, well, yeah. Other than that, you know, it's just it groceries in the back door and sell them out the front. I mean, it's really a basic, it's a basic business. Keep those mm -hmm. customers happy. Mm -hmm. So you've seen a lot of growth in that online, like the, the online shopping model. Especially yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to carry that uh, through January, you know, when, when Omicron came through here uh, in January, unlike the rest of the country, I kind of think they hit in December or, you know, over Christmas holiday uh, for us, it was into January. We lost quite a few staff. We didn't know what we were walking into every day with that business. So I, I like, I cut it right back. I cut the amount of orders that could be placed down to about a quarter and so 
and that didn't feel good to do, but I, just because we weren't serving people well, the order might not even have been ready on the right day. You know, really unfortunate that customer wants groceries. For example, you're coming in from Haynes Junction and you want your groceries picked up at four o'clock today and they're not ready for you. I mean, that's just, uh, we couldn't have done worse at times. So we're really trying to, to get that nailed right down and, and make sure that you're happy and it's ready at three o'clock for you, you know, with, no, with nothing missing, you know, if, if at all possible. So. Yeah, that is a tough one, though, when you don't know which staff are going to be able to show up that day because they've got a, you know, emergency isolate. Oh, yeah. No, that was very difficult. And and to treat like to triage every day you come in and are, are the trucks in and who's here that can receive it? Do we have enough cashiers because you don't know your staffing level for the day? That was January. But um, um, yeah, it, it, you know, it didn't feel right to not serve the customer well in the store and serve the customer outside the store better so we we did it at the expense of the online shopper which is unfortunate but you know we feel better about it today and we're going to build on that and and we know what we didn't do well so it, it's easy for us to fix mm -hmm. that makes sense mm -hmm. uh mark have you picked up any uh new skills or anything like that to better position yourself well i think i like to think i learn a little bit every day i can't think of anything that really really stands out besides being um, a good communicator. You know, I feel like in times of stress or in times where uh, there's a lot of unknowns, uh, it's really important that uh, the team knows where we're at, what the plan is for the day or for the week, or, you know, even for, you know, for next month, you're planning into Easter now and that kind of thing. So what does that look like? And, and so um, I've been trying to be really diligent and holding my regular management meetings and hoping that that, that, all the information that comes from those meetings gets rolled out to the teams. One thing I have done, which is interesting, is I have expanded on um, my management team. There's been a lot of stress in it. And when you're not running uh, at 100% um, in terms of um, uh, how you feel you're getting, accomplishing your, your duties for the day, I felt like my management team needed more support. And they've always had uh, the ability to uh, have seconds in their departments. But I've made sure that everyone has a second. Nobody goes without, and some departments have two. And mm -hmm. and that uh, and these are young, up and coming people um, that you know are our future leaders in the business. So it, it's it's developmental for them. It supports the the management team that already exists, so they don't overtax themselves. Uh, and that structure has worked very very well as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's allowed us to be more stable throughout the week or throughout every day. Mm. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Mark, the, you know, the, the pandemic's been destabilizing for the Yukon economy, for the world economy. What are your hopes for sort of how the economy emerges from this and, you know, how we rebuild the Yukon economy? Yeah, I really feel bad for the tourism sector. Uh, you know, they've had two bad years back to back. I'm hoping that this summer looks a little better for them. Uh, in 2020, we didn't have a mining season up here to really speak of. It did recover a little bit last last year. We saw a bit more um, going on, a little activity there, um, which we which we benefit from. Um, you know, everyone eats. So, um, yeah, I, I, I hope to see that tourism sector grow again. I'd like to see some RVs. I don't want to fight them in the campgrounds, but, uh, you know, we got to share a little bit and and. Uh, and I, I, you know, everyone that's got a business that was doing well pre-pandemic, I hope that can recover um, and run, you know, even better than they had in, you know, in 2019. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any uh, advice for emerging entrepreneurs? 
Yeah, I, there's there's so much opportunity out there. I think now that we're very stable and we can kind of see where we're going in the future, I think that it, there's people should be able to map out a pretty clear path on uh, on what they see as an opportunity. So, uh, boy, I, I I would imagine there's a bunch out there. I haven't put a thought into anything in particular, Terry, but I know if I was a young person starting out and I wanted to go and, and get after something, I think now would be a good time. Any aha moments or shifts in the way you're thinking about the world as a result of the pandemic? Well, the only thing I've done is I think I've aged a couple of years and that couple of years may, may have, uh, you know, uh, with health implications or whatever may have been more than a couple of years. So I just, uh, I look at life now, like life's short. And uh, so trying to figure out how, how to have some fun too. It's been very difficult to step back for any amount of time, uh, uh, from from this business for the last couple of years there's no working from home I mean it's been business as usual for the staff in the store so um, yeah let's make sure we take care of ourselves and, and have time with our families and have time you know to get our resets in and and yeah that's that's the aha like hey mister <laughs> life's short <laughs> yep well even just you were saying uh, before we we signed in you know take that 15 minutes to go watch that musher cross the finish line or you know like yeah. there's those little moments right the conquest is coming in today yeah yeah um what's your wellness practice what's keeping you grounded you know I, every sunday i try not to come into the store on sundays and if i do it's only to just do a quick check-in in the morning uh and make sure there's a plan for the day and then I do a road trip. I've been going for drives, uh, minimum a couple of hours. Last uh, last Sunday, I put on 345 kilometers or something. It was just, and for me, so that three and a half hours out of the out of the house by myself, um, seeing the country. I mean, I've seen so much wildlife. You know, moose and and caribou and elk and you know beavers even in in our uh, otters or something in in the open Tagish uh, river, you know, it's just been amazing to see that. And, and for me, that's, that's where I get my therapy. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Any yeah. closing thoughts, Mark, before we sign out for today? I you know, I just want to thank the community for being so supportive and my staff love to hear that, you know, the thank yous, uh, not beating, beating us up. And if we remind you to please wear a mask, <laughs> you know, you're putting one on for us, those kinds of things and not pushing back to us, you know, uh, we've just been trying to enforce the rules that are put in place by others. Uh, and, and, you know, and people have been really, really good for the most part. I mean, it, it's been awesome and we appreciate the kudos, you know, um, it hasn't been that easy and, and it's nice to have that positive feedback, even though we feel like we're not doing quite as good of a job as we could. So I appreciate that a lot. Oh, well, thank you, Mark. And I know the community really appreciates the work that you guys do. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks. Take care.